Welcome to episode 60 of the Family Geekery Podcast. I'm Amber. I'm Danny. And I'm Chris. And today we're going to be talking about our uh, experiences from our recent Comic-Con that we just had a booth at. Our first Comic-Con that we have had a booth at. We've been to several of them. and In fact, we've had episodes about Comic-Cons. But this is the first time that we were there, like, in an official manner. So we thought yeah. we'd talk about... Uh, what happened, what we learned, and uh, you know what, what we're going to take away from it and maybe do different the next time. Does that sound good, girls? Yeah, sounds good. All right. So, like I said, we had a, uh, a local Comic-Con here, and it's actually a comic book and toy convention. And there was a lot of toys. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more toys than comic books. You know, yeah, you I think? think so. A lot of Squishmallows this time. That was something yeah. that was new that I don't remember seeing that much of Lots. last year. Even though Squishmallows have been popular for a few years now. Yeah, I'm not... You know, I, I know Squishmallows are cool and popular, but I mean, you can go down to Five Below, Walmart, Target. <laughs> you, you can get those anywhere. I'm, yeah. I'm not going yeah. to a, a convention to, to find that kind of stuff, you know, that... Other yeah. collectibles and or old toys, that kind of stuff. That that obviously makes sense. There's, it's always fun to see a table full of toys that I had as a kid. You know, back in the '80s, stuff that has has long been thrown away or something, or donated or sold at a garage sale. But it's neat to see that kind of stuff. But when someone just brings a couple squishmallows, <laughs> and not a know. couple, like thirty. Oh yeah, yeah, they had lots. Some people are crazy crazy about their Squishmallow um, collections, though. Yeah, yeah I guess some are if rare. There's, if there's rare ones, I guess that makes sense. But I mean, I did survive the the Beanie Baby years, <laughs> and and all the other uh, all the other crazy fad fads. fads. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so we we saw a lot of toys, a lot of comic books. Um, they had, and this one is several years, um, old, so they, they have a good turnout. Uh, they know what they're doing. They've got a, uh, competition going on in the back for video games. So they have a company come in with a bunch of arcade games, like fighting games. They had street fighter six there. So they had that going on. They had a little food court set up and, uh, and yeah, it was, it wasn't a, uh, a very expensive one to get into, you know, 10 bucks to get in the door. So that's not too bad. I've been to ones that were more expensive than that, obviously, but, um, so it, it's good. And I think they let kids in for free with, with a paid adult. Hmm, so that's cool. yeah, we're lucky to have a, uh, a convention here in our town. That's, uh, that's established and, you know, very, good. very, uh, <laughs> yeah, community yeah, friendly, big. Pretty yeah, big. community friendly. Um, so yeah, so we, we put in an application, uh, several months ago and, uh, waited and got the little email that said, Hey, you've been selected, you know, now give us your money. So, so we gave him, <laughs> gave him the money for the booth and it, it wasn't a horrible fee for the, for the table fee. Cause they've got, um, they've got vendor booths and then they've got artist booths or artist alley booths. And since we are a podcast slash YouTube slash a little bit of everything um, table. Then Made they put us with, for us. Yeah, they put us with the artist alley, and uh, yeah. So let's talk about what our booth had in it. Who wants to start first? 
I'll start. So I put together a few things. Um, I went ahead and I crocheted some things and also uh, picked things out of my crochet collection that I had already done because time was ticking and I wanted stuff at the table that we could sell or, you know, use to grab people's attention. Um, I also prepared some Magic the Gathering grab bags um, and had those out for sale also just to thin out the collection a little bit of cards that I'm never going to use. So I had some of that and let's see, do you want me to like describe other stuff that we had or... We'll have uh, Danny talk about what she sure. prepared for the table. Yeah, so I did some some art prints. I had some digital pieces I had. I had an ink piece I had. Um, just things like Venom and um, Overwatch characters and League of Legends, things like that. I had a Qbert, because that's my favorite arcade character. And so we had some of those, some four by sixes and eight by tens. And we also had some pins or buttons. And so that was cool. And then I also just had a little jewelry stand with some bracelets, embroidery thread and clay beads because that's just a little hobby of mine. And they were superhero themed. So the bracelets had color schemes of like Spider-Man and hulk things like that and i stole one afterwards because i liked it did you so. steal the captain marvel one is that this one yeah the, it's kind of superman colors yeah i, I stole that one you're out which one you took. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know if this one was themed to anything or not hmm. yeah those were really neat so we had we had some stuff there we had some merch there you know some buttons some magnets that kind of stuff we had a uh a big prize wheel, like a spin, yeah. spin a prize wheel, and uh, you could spin that. Uh, we we had it set up so hey, if if you could follow us on one of our socials, then you get a free spin. And uh, it, it's it's a little weird having to explain that to a you know six year old when you walk yeah. up, yeah, <laughs> and just spin it. <laughs> I spin that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a few thoughts of what we can change about that. Maybe next time if we implement that, but we can get to that later. Yeah, I think. We might have been the only booth with one of those. We've seen them before. Yeah. There was a the table next to us had a gotcha machine. That was but, really cool. But uh, we were the only spinny wheel, so um, so that was kind of neat. People could win a couple different things, and and then the uh, the centerpiece, if you will, of our booth yeah. was a arcade machine that I built. Just a, a small arcade machine. I would call it a bar top. It fall in the bar bar top. Uh, size of of arcade machines and it was playing a game that i wrote on pico 8 which is a two-player game called space race and uh and people would walk up and they could challenge their brother sister mother father or whatever and and, uh play this game and and it was uh i I basically made it as an attention getter um and then also it did work and also as a you know a small advertisement for you know the youtube channel because uh i i have taught how to do some programming in, in pico 8 which is the programming language i used to make that game and uh i've done some tutorials on building arcade controllers before and that's a hobby that i've had for a long time so 
I'm happy to bring that to the uh, to the channel and help people out with with that. You know, a lot of people don't know that you can just build your own arcade machine if you wanted to, <laughs> and it doesn't take too many tools. It doesn't take too much money. You know, as far as like wood and paint, a couple screws, and you can have your own at home. So, uh, look forward to that on the channel. I'm going to have some more tutorials on that kind of stuff. So that was fun, and uh, yeah, we had a, a pretty good looking booth for. For our first time if i do I say so myself it. yeah you did a good job ordering all those you know banners and and table runners and stuff like that to advertise us put our logo on things um i think i think it popped you know a lot of people didn't really have backdrops so i think that was kind of cool that we had one um i mean a lot of people just if they didn't have a backdrop they had you know a bunch of shelves <laughs> right, kind yeah. of like framing their face which which seemed to work well for them also but yeah yeah and, and so overall we didn't really know what to expect as far as if we bring stuff will people buy it mm -hmm. um you know what would sell we, we we didn't really know that and we weren't super worried about that we weren't there to make money we were there just to reach out to the community and say howdy yeah. and uh, you know meet some new people um so, so we didn't know what to expect, but the, the good thing that we did know after going to several Comic-Cons ourselves, we understand what the, the habits of a, you know, person walking through a Comic-Con are, and mm -hmm. that helps us understand that, hey, when, when the doors open and people walk by and don't even say hi, they just kind of look and keep on walking, we, we understand that we do the same exact thing, right? Yeah. When we go, when first, we go to a Comic-Con. First run through. You do the first run through. You just walk through everything. You take a mental uh, photograph of everything that's in there. And then you're going to go back and see the things that you wanted to see again. And then, you know, on, on any given convention, we may go back to the same booth, you know, three or four times. Before you know, deciding to. Before deciding what we want to get or yeah. if we want to get more stuff and. That's exactly what happened. You know, the, the doors open, people walk by, you know, they may say hi, but they're just doing their first rounds. And sometimes they do the little awkward, like, oh, we're just uh, seeing what's out there. And they keep <laughs> yeah. on walking, which is cool because we've done the same exact thing. Yeah. Um, but some it's, of those it's same funny people. funny being on the other side of it. It is. <laughs> yeah. And some of those same people came back to our booth, you know, three or four times. Yeah. The day. And so, it's surprising how well i recognized everyone yeah like not even just the people in like cool cosplays it was just like oh this one person is walking around and they're, they're just dressed in normal street clothes but you know i would see them walking down and circle back and then they finally they talk to us and i'm like wow this person walked by our booth like a few times like that's i was surprised how many people i remembered faces of and stuff mm-hmm and it's fun to see people that you've seen, you know, from years past, whether it's a vendor, another vendor, or just someone walking around that yeah. you've, you know, seen before. Um, but yeah, so, so it was good. Um, if, if there's one thing that I would suggest, if you do consider having a booth at a Comic-Con is go to a couple first and get, yeah. get, get an idea of what it's like to be a, a, a passerby first and then you'll understand that mindset as they're walking right by your your booth and know that they'll come back if if there's something there that yeah. they wanted to see and don't take it personally if they do like walk by and maybe don't even give you a smile or whatever like 
they're just looking. That's what they're there for. They paid money to come in and look at some cool stuff. And maybe our stuff isn't their cup of tea. Maybe it is. And they'll come back later. Yeah. And everybody was friendly. Even if you knew they weren't going to stop, you know, if you knew that there wasn't something at the booth that they wanted to see, even if you just said hi as they're walking by, they, they would always say hi. Yeah. Now, there's one guy in the back that, that was an author. Did you guys see the guy in the back? He just had like a business suit on and he had a couple books on the table. I think he was an author. Yeah. And he didn't really say hi to anybody when they walked by. <laughs> so oh. learn from learn from that. Um, at least reach out and say hi. The worst thing that they can do is just keep on walking and not say right. hi back to you. But they're going to do that anyways if you don't say hi to them. So, yep. so yeah, so that was... Uh, that was good to to see how friendly everybody was uh, at the convention, which is good. You know, it, you're around people that have the same interests as you. You've got yeah. to assume that they're going to be somewhat friendly to you anyways. Yeah. And at the end, um, as we were, you know, packing up, putting th- things away back in the car, um, some vendor was dragging her big cart full of stuff. And, you know, a few things tumbled off. She had, like, it, it was nothing, no big deal, just some plushies in a bag, I think. Uh, but they fell off, and, like, five people went over to her and, and picked her stuff up off and, you know, offered to help her take her stuff to the car. And she's like, man, you know, Comic-Con vendors are really the nicest people. So I just thought that was so special. Yeah, that's neat. So let's talk about, you know, things that we we learned along the way of, of having the booth. We've been to comic cons before as, uh, as visitors, but this is our first time having a booth. So let's start with Amber. What, what did you learn, um, after having a booth at comic con for the first time? I learned that the building that we are in did not have great connection because, you know, giant concrete building or whatever. And this is probably, similar for other, you know, convention centers and stuff like that. Didn't have great con- connection. Free Wi-Fi wasn't working or wasn't as free as it was advertised. I don't know. So that was an obstacle that we faced. <laughs> right. um, and I think next time we would adjust our plans to accommodate for that because, you know, we're asking people to follow us on our socials to spin the free wheel and probably 70% of the people who are interested couldn't even connect to follow us on a social or something. So we had to kind of adjust for that on the fly a little bit. Um, But I think that's something that I learned is not everyone has great internet connection. Heck, not even, not everyone has a phone. This, this, you know, farmer guy came up to us and was (laughs) like, there's three things I don't have a computer, a cell phone, and a credit card. And I'm like, okay, all right, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Don't know how you heard about this, but that's fun. <laughs> right. What exactly are you here to purchase? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see him with anything in his hands. I don't know. He was, maybe he saw it in the newspaper or something and wanted to show up and, and see what's up. But that was one yeah. thing that I learned. Yeah, they, they didn't have very good service. And actually it was, it was okay when we were setting up. But then, then everyone flooded in. Once everybody came in, then it, it just got to like bad, <laughs> which, which is not good when you've got a credit card processing machine that relies on the internet to <laughs> do your payments. 
there's a couple booths that just you know put out the sign and said cash only you know because they couldn't get their thing to work yeah so that's yeah that's definitely an obstacle um what about you danny i think the one thing i learned is that like even though that people may not buy the stuff you have or whatever like they still appreciate it and enjoy it and like they'll look at the stuff and i think a lot of people like they complimented like the art and the bracelets and the grab bags but like they didn't buy it and that's okay um like they're there for a good time we're there for a good time and and it's still nice to meet new people and maybe they didn't want to spend any money but they still appreciate all the stuff and i think that's the thing I learned. Or maybe it's a little kid whose mom says you can pick two things. <laughs> right. I'm buying two things for you today. And you're just not one of those two things. And that's okay. Yeah. You might be someone else's two things. Exactly. Yeah. You got to remember that everybody there that's got a booth, they're uber talented. Right. Yeah. There yeah. is some just amazing artists there. And of course, a bunch of cool cool stuff also you know the stuff is cool but the artists are are definitely very talented so uh as as long as you remember that no one can buy something at every booth right no one's gonna walk in and buy everything that they like because there's just no way you could afford that so um it's very possible that that people saw some things at your booth that that they absolutely loved but you know they had already bought something else that they absolutely loved so Yeah. yeah and that's that's completely fine so One thing that I noticed is, you know, we obviously had three people manning our booths. So, you know, two of us could be behind the stand while one other person went out, looked at the things, see if they wanted to get anything. Unfortunately, like I felt bad for the, some of the vendors who only had one person or maybe a person in their kid (laughs) running the booth and they couldn't really explore (laughs) and i felt bad for that because maybe they would have really liked some of the stuff but then then again they probably go to all these cons nearby see a lot of the same people and maybe they already have a lot of stuff from the artists they they enjoy so i don't know it's just i feel bad for some of those folks that weren't able to get up and make the rounds like we we could yeah because yeah. we are there like we start setting up at like 7 seven thirty, and it lasts till like four o'clock and just sitting there saying hi to people <laughs> that's a full day yeah yeah so let's let's tell a, a quick story about the uh the guy who is rummaging through the um the grab bags the magic the gathering grab bags mm-hmm. and it w- what i noticed was he was he was grabbed a bunch and he was contemplating how many he was going to buy and then he put them back and then he grabbed some and he started counting them out and he's doing math in his head and then he opened up his wallet and then he said hey I'm going to I'm going to buy two of these packs and just give them out to some kid yeah. that, that can't afford them or, or wants some or something he was really friendly he talked to us for like five to ten minutes like this guy was invested in what we do. Like he was super kind. Like he, I think he thought that you were the magic player and you're like, Nope, it's her. (laughs) So he started talking to me for like 10 minutes about magic. And like, that's super cool. Like it, you know, and it was really early in the day. Um, 
Yeah. So I was just like, you know, I've been sitting here. We set up and we sat here for like another 20, 30 minutes waiting for, you know, folks to roll in. Um, so it was nice to like have a break from, um, from like sitting and talking and trying to coax people to come over. And he just came over and started talking. And then I think we got someone else who stopped by. So I went to talk to them while this guy's giving you eight bucks for two magic grab bags that are, he's not even going to buy. He's not going to take them. Um, and I thought that was insanely kind because, um, you know, obviously the guy played magic. He wouldn't need <laughs> those cards and yeah, he probably knew better, cards. probably knew better what was in those cards <laughs> or what was in those packs. Um, and so it was so kind of him to do that. And it was just, I think it made some kids days. Like, can I, should I continue the story? Like say who we gave the bags to? Yeah, go for it. So it was, it was great. And we, the, we got this one, you know, little family who really liked the the arcade game that you made. Um, and they were just around our table. Like this family was around our table for a few minutes and it was super cool. And I don't know. I was just like, they've been here, they've been talking to us and young kids. So I thought what, a, what, what a more perfect opportunity than to, give one of these packs to this family because who knows maybe they looked you know they weren't buying anything but they were engaged so i i offered them one of the packs um it was a little awkward because it was a family of three um and the one kid immediately opened it and his little brother is like what i want one and and their mom's like oh it's for you to share and i'm like yes it's for you to share. Um, so it was a, it was a tiny bit awkward with that, but it worked out in the end, I guess. Um, I, I just kind of had the thought that maybe it could spark a, um, a new hobby for these kids. Cause, um, I, it was really cool to have them at our, at our stand. Um, so they were the first people that we gave one of this guy's, um, prepaid packs to. And then towards the end of the day, um, this other family came by and, you know, the kids again were liking the game and, and they actually seemed more interested in the magic pack because the woman was, you know, like, Oh, this is magic. The gathering. She knew the game. Um, she also had a super cool cosplay. It was Katie Akali, which is like my favorite skin line from like league of legends. So that was, that was cool. Um, but she seemed to know something about uh, magic, the gathering. So I was like, I'm going to give this next pack to these kids. Um, and so I gave it to them and she was super excited. She um, then bought two more. There, it was another family of three. She then bought two more for the other kids and also paid it forward. And I thought that was so sweet. Like she was like, Oh, someone else. I, I'm going to do this too. Like that's super awesome that, that she added on to that. Um, so it was great. It was so cool seeing two super kind people do that. Yeah, that was really neat. So uh, here's here's one thing I learned, or a couple things I learned. One is uh, I need to have a big sign on top of the arcade machine that says, play me. For free. I, for free or something. Yeah. Because I think um, 
several people had walked by and it was funny to see a little kid like start to walk over towards it and the parents like no 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 because <laughs> yeah, i think they're assuming that it's either for sale or or it's going to cost something to play yeah. um, which obviously wasn't the case yeah um, so so that's one thing i learned the other thing is so we had several buttons that we made up and we made up some uh 1.25 inch buttons and some 2.25 inch buttons so basically small ones and big ones and uh the, the small ones much more popular than the big ones oh yeah definitely <laughs> I, I wouldn't have thought that but um i think we grew up more with the big the big buttons you know my age group mm-hmm. but now that i think about it like if you go to a hot topic or something like yeah, that, yeah they've got the bins yeah. all, all of the, the small ones all the one inch or the one one and a quarter inch buttons I, so i think it's so you could like mosaic them better on like a hat or something yeah backpacks yeah, yeah but bucket hats one girl actually came up and I think she had the choice between the big one and the small one from the, from the wheel. And she was like, she, she was like, I take the small one. And I like that you have the small ones. You're like the only booth that has small buttons. Hmm. So I thought that was really cool. I was like, cool. Thank you. (laughs) I wish more people knew, knew the audience, I guess. (laughs) Right. So yeah, so that was good. Um, we did have uh, a portable power source with us. So I had called um, the convention center ahead of time and asked them if that was possible because the convention center will actually uh, sell you power. Like if your booth needs power, then they'll make sure that there's an extension cord there with power and it cost, I think it was like 90 something dollars. Oh my goodness. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so I asked them, hey, can I bring my own you know, portable power bank? Because I've got a couple of things I need to run, you know, laptop or whatever. I didn't tell them that I was running an arcade machine, but <laughs> <laughs> and and they said, "Oh, absolutely, yeah, save save yourself the money." That's exactly oh. what the lady from the convention said. Save that's yourself nice. the money. That's so great. That was nice. I don't know if that's the case in in every convention, um, because I I grew up doing a lot of conventions with my mom, and I know for a fact that wasn't the case. That you know they tried to nickel and dime you most of them. So it <laughs> yeah. was this place make you pay that's that's like different conventions i feel like nerds are nice people nerds are nicer (laughs) we need a t-shirt that says nerds are nicer (laughs) Next next family geekery merch nerds are nicer yeah so if you're listening to this and you have a booth that that needs power then uh then ask beforehand instead of just automatically buying the option uh, you know, ask beforehand. And um, I've got a video coming out this week on YouTube where I review the uh, the portable power bank that I used. It worked awesome. It ran the whole day and still It was had... only at like 60% when we left. Yeah, it still had plenty <laughs> of power left. So um, check out that review on, uh, on YouTube, especially because uh, as of the time of this recording, like if you're listening to this when it's released, today is Prime Day. Or today and oh. tomorrow is Prime Day. Yes. And that kind of stuff is going to be on sale. And it's going to be cheaper. Probably uh, 10 to 15% cheaper than, than their normal price. So check that out. So anything else, girls, that uh, you want to share about this? We just wanted to get out a, a short little episode to talk about our experience. Anything else come to mind? 
I've, I've got a few think out loud ideas for the next time we do a wheel, if we do the wheel again. Okay, let's let's do that. Let's think out loud. Yeah, because maybe we can get some some comments like what would what would the listeners prefer? What what do you guys think people would like better? I you know, we we threw around the idea of having people record a little snippet to spin the wheel. Um and then we ended up having that as an option on the wheel. But for whatever reason, out of the fourteen options, only like three were spun. <laughs> total right like yeah i don't know if Stick that was just luck <laughs> or what but i think something that we could do differently is instead of have you know everyone do like or have one person do like a 30 second shout out that was like kind of the thing that we had on the wheel we could do like a 10 second say who you are where you're from kind of thing just to see what the variety is in the in the people at the con and then have like a big collage, a big or what like whatever it's called <laughs> of all of the people that we met at the con. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Instead of like again, hey, follow us on our socials, which you know, it's nice to get the word out, follow us on our socials, but we're handing out, you know, business cards to everyone anyways. Um so maybe something like that would be more engaging and somebody might want to be like, hey, I recorded this thing for the podcast. Maybe I'll actually go listen to that podcast. And I don't know. I think that might be a, right. a cool way to do it next time. So sorry for knocking down your idea of suggesting that because I was not anticipating the, hey, well, nobody's going to have internet access. <laughs> I know. It, and it, also, it, there's going to be a lot of five-year-old, seven-year-old kids who don't have Instagram. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Their mom doesn't want to like something on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, don't don't dirty up my precious uh, Instagram with your nerd stuff, kid. <laughs> yeah, so cool. So, like I said, just a short little episode to uh, share our experiences. And uh, if you guys uh, listening out there have any questions about this or any suggestions about it then by all means, let us know. Email us at podcast at familygeekery.com and uh, let us know what you think. Give us some tips. Also. uh, Give us some questions. Also, support the artists that you meet. Like, even if you don't buy anything, like, you can't afford it or you just don't want to, if you like their art, maybe they have an Instagram and you can look at their stuff for free. You know? Give them some support. Yeah, and share it with other people. Actually, look at those those little cards that you grab or, or whatnot. I am guilty of having like 20 business cards inside of my little Comic-Con bag and then never looking at them again. But look at... <laughs> Shame look at on you. Yeah. Hey, we learned. So we'll, we'll start doing yeah. it too. <laughs> yep. Well, cool. Well, that was a fun little episode. When uh, we're already looking at uh, doing a couple more conventions down the road, so stay tuned for that, and uh, see if we can use some of what we learned to to make each experience a little bit better. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make make sure you go to that uh, you know podcast website and you know give us a good rating, give us five stars or whatever you think that that we we need. That does help out. Um, helps us helps us get discovered. So thank you for that. 
And uh, until next time, peace, peace out. out and geek, geek, out. Out. geek out. Thank you for listening to the Family Geekery Podcast. For more information, visit www.familygeekery.com. Don't forget to subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. And until next time, peace out and geek out.